With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Watched a Movie, the podcast version. This is actually what you're about to hear uh, is a Friday the 13th movie review that we did a couple years ago. Yes, honey. You wondering who I'm talking to? I'm too loud for you. Come here and say hi. Come here. What you guys are about to watch or listen to is one of our Friday the 13th reviews. I'll hi. be putting them all up. Say hi. Hi. What's your name? Ellie James Holtz. Ellie James Holtz. <laughs> Can you say, I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason? That too. I don't know how to say that. Okay. Okay. Say, get some gosh darn wham up in you. I don't know how to say that either. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what you guys are about to watch is uh, that was my uh, four year old Ellie is uh, one of our movie reviews from a couple years ago when we did all the movie reviews for the Friday the 13th series. We dressed up in short shorts uh, and uh, like campers for a few of them and actually did them outside. So if you hear some bugs flying around. I wore a baby in mommy tummy. (laughs) Yes, you wore a baby in mommy's tummy. (laughs) So I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm going to be putting all these up on the podcast from now until Friday the 13th because we have a Friday the 13th coming up in March. So, uh, Mark, it's the, it's on the thirteenth. In case anyone was wondering, but uh, we'll have yeah. yeah, we'll have that and a whole bunch of awesome Friday the Thirteenth content between now and then, and on that day as well. So uh, we love your effing faces, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Welcome to New York. 
Hey guys, welcome back to We Watched the Movie. Jay, Mike, Jason Takes Your Mom. That's not right. That's the new one that they're going to come out with soon. This was called Jason Takes Manhattan. Holy fuck beads did he ever. He actually took a bite out of the Big Apple and it was so believable. I mean, really. Mike? I like cheese. Yo, okay, guys, uh, this movie is so fucking weird to me because we have Kane Hodder coming back, which is really the only cool thing about this, other than the fact that he does still look cool. Jason still looks cool to me. I mean, part uh, New Blood, what is it, part seven? Yeah, part seven, he looked cool. And I thought he looked the best in part seven. Part six, I can still give him credit to part six. He part loses six, a yeah. lot in this one. Like, yeah, look, though, but, he still, but he still got the, the only difference. Well, in part seven, he had the chain around his neck. He just looked... You know, badass. Yeah. But in, in, in best a looking Jason. Yeah, but in eight, it's close to me anyway. And Kane Hodder is still a great Jason. Um, but the, the the thing about that always throws you off. It, even when you were a kid and you were going in the video store to rent a movie, and you know you might have been going through the horror section and avoiding the porn because you weren't old enough yet. You went to the horror section and you saw Jason, and you were going through all the lines of Jason, and you saw Jason takes Manhattan. You saw that box cover on the VHS with his face over Manhattan. Yeah. And it says Jason takes Manhattan, and you're like, I thought he fucking lived out in the woods and killed titty kids. Mm. And somebody pitched that shit, and they were like, this is this is the perfect thing to Honestly, do. Honestly, it's a good idea. It's not, well, because how are you going to really tell, if you have a Camp Crystal Lake killer, literally, right. it's right. Camp Crystal Lake, yeah. you take him to Manhattan. I mean, I know at this point he's mythological, like, mythological and, and he's bigger than life, Jason Voorhees is, but still, Keep him in his cell. Keep him in his area. Now, not to, he can make lakes into oceans. Not to not to say that there weren't cool scenes in this movie. There are really cool scenes. Oh, but, but you have to fucking work. Yeah, to you, get have, there. you have to fucking go. You oh, know, you have to no work. pain, no gain. Jesus. But uh, yeah, that was the only thing. But uh, again, as a horror fan, you know, especially if you're a horror fan of the '80s, these iconic films, you got to take the shit turds with the good turds. And you know, this was a shit turd, but it has some mixtures of good nuts in it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I gotta say. The kills were not magnificent for me, but I still had a good time watching it. I mean, I had a good time for the most part watching it, um, mainly I when I get to New York. did not, because, oh, and here's why, I agree with you on the New York stuff, but the first opening scene's really cool, because you get this chick, and you get titties, like, ten seconds. Everywhere. Later. It's one of the quickest titty scenes titties in the whole thing. Sense. And then she actually looks, you know, great from the side, from the back, or whatever, and then you get a close-up on her bad acting, and you're like, oh, that's not so great, actually, because she's one of the worst actresses in this fucking entire thing dude she's awful but you get Jared Leto as a young beautiful man he is a young beautiful man <laughs> and, and her and it's a pretty cool opening sequence like he gets it with the spear in the side and that was a that was a pretty cool kill and then she gets the kill but she's in the bottom of the hatch and she's like no and it takes like 17 years before he finally puts it in I like oh, put my I, I just in. like Jason's attitude about that he was like shut up bitch <laughs> it's like finally <laughs> it's so slow though it, it's kind of like when you try uh, to annoy somebody you're like I'm not gonna touch you. I'm not gonna touch you. She was. I'm not. I, I got you. You know that movie. You know, Clueless. She's like, she's a mirage. From far away, she seems cute, but the closer and closer you get, you're like, oh my god. She's a total Monet. That yeah, Monet. That's what it yeah. was. That's what she was. But then you get this terrible, fucking, just slow, fucking, awful whole hour that comes after that of the boat and you get these high schoolers in the boat and the main girl who's in the movie, um, she literally like it's like they decided. What do you need for a final girl? Well, we're going to take someone, we're going to give them absolutely no backstory, except for she's a writer and she doesn't do drugs. And she's scared and of the she water. And she doesn't have sex and she's scared of the water. Like, making 
making your main person in the movie void of personality or, or interest whatsoever is not the way to make a final girl in a movie. But that's what they did with her. There's nothing interesting about her. She's boring as fuck. And you follow her for the entire goddamn movie. Her and her Uncle Charles, who's the biggest dickbag maybe of the entire franchise. He's in charge, though. Charles is in charge. He's in charge. But you do have the, the guy in the last movie, Cheap Robert Downey Jr., who actually uses his, that woman as a, as a human shield. Yeah. He's a big dick. But this guy's like that worst fucking guy. Like, you boy smoking in the bathroom? Yeah. Like, biggest dick in your entire high school. I, I just... He did, he did a great job as a dick, though. The plot of this movie it. is just... It's like a lukewarm huh. fucking Starbucks coffee. You, you, you were expecting hot and you got a lukewarm coffee. You're like, this isn't fucking hot, but I have to drink it because I'm on my way to work and I'm late. So you have to deal with what you got. Because the plot basically is that she wants to get over her fear and she's going to have a good time with her graduating class as they make their voyage to New York. By the way, in my high school graduating class, we did not get to go to, fucking to fucking New York. King's Island. Yeah, they were some... get invited. Jason just happens to float up there from Crystal Lake when he killed the other people earlier in the boat. <laughs> in the magical ship from Mario. And I like for lakes to oceans. He had the secret whistle from Mario 3. <laughs> he got to level 8. But it's funny because when he grabs that fucking, uh, you know, the anchor to climb up to this yacht, he's, he's like, looking at yeah, he's looking around, he's like, where's my beautiful house? Where's my decapitated mother's house? Well, I guess I'll take it. And he just climbs up, he's like, people need to be killed. But, so that's, that's how Jason even winds up there. He got flushed into this system to find out, you know, to be on this boat. She's trying to get over her fears, graduating class, going to New York for their senior trip, and that's pretty much the basic plot of the movie. And, in, you know, in the meantime, Jason's going to slaughter some tits and ass while he's on board but until they get there. But the kills fucking suck. It's terrible. Yeah, they're not it's good. It's another MPAA cut movie. Most of the kills suck, and the characters are terrible, and it's boring as fuck. There's Julius in the underground boxing club, which we'll get to him later, and then there's the, the prom queen chick, and... Uh, She's doing coke. The, the Asian smart girl. With the Asian smart girl. And then, like, you do get a fun kind of scene where, where she uh, basically blackmails the principal by getting him to be like, What's this? I, I really want to address a really fucked up weird thing. That's all it's got me. Okay, so you have, uh, like, images or, like, hallucinations of ghostly young oh, Jason, right? Shit. So when, she, when Rennie, which is the main girl's name, Rennie, Ooh. is seeing young Jason, somehow they have a connection. They don't really explain it that much. It's, again, that psychic Jean Grey bullshit. She's named after the director of Cliffhanger. Yeah, so you have this going on. That's stupid in of itself anyway, but the fact is, Garbage. if you'll notice... The first time that she sees young Jason, or when she, whenever the story is told by uh, young Jared Leto at the very beginning, and you see Jason splashed in the water drowning as a young boy, he looks normal. Like, you know, he's not bald, he's got a full set of hair, he's not deformed in any way. It's not until later on in the movie when she sees more of him that he becomes more and more deformed with more and more bald head. It's like he's getting pissed. He's like, look, I'm fucking drowning, and my hair's falling out, and my eye went like... At one point, he's a fucking Asian kid in a mirror. I thought you were going to say that he's kid an, was Asian as fuck. I thought you were going to say he's an alien in the mirror. And he's Asian. smiling. He's like... <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that whole thing was... I don't know what the Babadook was going on there, but something weird was happening. I don't oh, know. Paramount worst. really fucking dropped the ball on this. I have no idea what they were trying to go for unless they were just like... I don't want, I'm just done. I mean, look, you know, if somebody came into the boardroom at Paramount and they said, I want to make another Jason movie, like, uh, I don't know. And they're like, I'm going to go to Manhattan. It's like, basically, I'm in. It's basically Jason 2, cruise control. Because here's what they probably <laughs> thought. When we get him into Times Square, we can show Coke, Toshibo, fucking Sanyo, Sony. Yeah. We can show all these advertisers and get a bunch of fucking money. So that's probably why. I, I don't even think they had that foresight because it couldn't pay for him to be in Manhattan for most of the movie. I think yeah. they just happened to be there. But we don't even get start going like you know like again, guys. I don't even want to talk about the kills. The kills are so fucking negligent. The Sonic kill was okay. Yeah. Well, and I did like. To me, it was just funny when he, 
you know, kills the rocker chick because it was like he's walking down and she was playing this guitar riff and he kills her with the guitar. And it hits the camera. You see the camera actually yeah, move. But I was thinking like he was just like, shut up, bitch. Like, <laughs> because he didn't like that song. Because he followed her down to the boiler room. You really pissed Jason off if he's fucking hearing you yeah. and goes down to the boiler room to kill you. And hey, she's playing guitar through a fucking cassette I mean, player boombox. You know what? It didn't even look like a big of a much of like a huge boat. How where the fuck did Jason hide at the Who time? Who cares? This guitar's sexy. I'm so done with the fuck the boat. Let's just skip. Yeah, let's just go to Manhattan. So when we get to boat Manhattan, sucks. um, Jason, Jason saves Rennie uh, from getting raped and drugged. Great scene, dude, because that's yeah. one of the one few times in horror history. And I want to, at some point, like do a video based on this, like when slashers become the good guys. Yeah, it's happened because before. Because this clearly white guy who's supposed to be playing an Hispanic in the film, who comes, he's like, that's my essay, yeah, let's go. Do you know who that was? Who was I that? think he's the same dude that was in Batman Returns when Selena Kyle fucking dots his eyes like Holy that. Shit. I think it's the same fucking dude. Either way, it's Older. just, he just a, looks the if, same. If you're going to have him be Mexican, just get a fucking Mexican act? I don't know. But they, they have them and they go in there and they shoot her up with the shit that killed Michael Myers in H6. It <laughs> it's green fucking heroin, like bright green. They got and that yayo. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot her up in and, and, and a dark fucking weird scene. Like he's, he shoots her up with heroin and he's gonna rape her. And that's actually a real thing. I, I mean, I think that actually, like a lot of uh, these uh, sex rings, they get young girls addicted. I think that Taken was all about yeah. that. They get young girls the like, 80s. Yeah, you know, it was, it was fucked up, yeah. But in one of those few scenes, and I, like I said, I want to do a video based on this, when horror icons become good guys for a second, and this is one of those moments for sure, because Jason walks up, and he even looks at the needle and gets pissed off and slams it against the wall, but he jams the needle in the back of the dude's back. That should be the new PSA against heroin. Just <laughs> jamming the fucking junkies up. <laughs> one of the cool scenes from it is that he, he kills that dude with this, the other dude comes up, tries to shoot him, and he throws him into a pipe, but I, I did really like that scene because it showed, at this point, Jason, like you're just rooting for him to fucking kill people, and in this you're really rooting for him to kill these people. So yeah. it was just a cool little switcheroo scene there. I like that scene. When we get to Julius, and Julius is the boxing champion of the boat. He's the boxing champion of fucking, you know, the Belterra. <laughs> so, but when he gets on the rooftop and he's running from Jason, there's this cool boxing scene that happens. And I always remember this as a kid too. I mean, I'm, most people probably will remember the punch scene heard around the world. Uh, he beats the fuck out of Jason as much as he can. He actually does a pretty decent job knocking him back and pushing him. I thought his goal was was to knock him over the side of the building, but at this point, Jason is Houdini in a box times the flash. He could just move around at lightning speed, so it doesn't really matter what you do to him. If you knock him on the bottom of the ground from ten stories up, he'll be up there in five seconds. He's got seconds. them portal shoes on. Yeah. Them portal Nikes. But eventually he's out of breath, which he would be. His hands all bloodied up. And he's like, take your best shot. And then Jason knocks that motherfucker's head off. And he doesn't just, Jason winds up to fucking knock you Sammy Sosa out. Like he grabs him and then punches him. And his head flies off. And it's like, down goes Frazier for the 10 count. And that was a cool, that's, that's a it was so corny and cheesy and cheeky, but it was fun. And it was yeah. it was really a neat a, thing to see. In a movie, movie that needed a fun scene. It was very They Live too, because the punch yeah. just went on for forever. And someone in another video mentioned this, which is a great point. Kane Hodder, that's the Kane Hodder difference. He took, he sat there and took all those shots on that 20 yeah. fucking minute, it seemed like, rooftop scene. It was an awesome kill. One of the best Terminators don't feel pain. I do. Good good luck, Chuck Boy uh, child from the captain of the boat that expired earlier, which you hate. Oh my god, that guy is short yeah. and his head's so big and he's such a bad actor. And when he when he's talking to his dad, the, the ship captain, he's like, I can't do it. And he tries to open the door, but then he fucks up and can't open the door. It reminded me of that scene in the Will Ferrell movie. He's like, push it. He's like, oh yeah, push it. Push it real good. Yeah, he looked, you know, he kind of reminded me of fucking Billy from the Double Dragons. Like, yeah. he, just, he just seemed like this... 80s archetype hero and guy. And when him and her finally made out, it was the most terrible yeah. fucking like... Uh, 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 but... Uh, 
I know we're kind of backtracking a little bit, and we're already in Manhattan, so we'll get back to Manhattan. After this death scene happened on the rooftop... They kill young boy Jason. You know, they go... Oh. You know, eventually it's revealed that the professor asshole guy is... You know, he... You know, the reason why this girl, Rennie, is afraid of the water is because when she was younger, he pushed her in the lake to make her swim. Jason was down there, tried to grab her, which they... She's not that much... Like, she's like 17 or 18 years old. This was in the 50s that Jason's fucking drowned, you stupid shits. I mean, what the fuck is happening? And so, little boy Jason was down there trying to drown her, and that's why... And then she hates the guy now, and then Jason shows up to ruin the day. Way to bring up the confusing, nonsensical yeah, that, fucking origin story just, of Jason to begin with, and re-invite it to people to go, what the fuck? How's this still alive? Vortex roller coaster. Like, it's so crazy, the plot. They even follow. It's ridiculous. She but, imagines him... They're racing in, that, in the taxi or whatever, and she imagines him, and the camera zooms in on him 17,000 times. It goes, dun, 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 yeah. dun. I don't know what they were going for, but it wasn't scary. The mom dies and no one fucking cares. Yeah. And no one. Like, she's like, you drowned me when I was a kid. Your mom's burning alive five feet behind yeah. you. And she's like, remember the time you pushed me but away? But this is serious oh. right now because I almost drowned, bitch. Um, I wasn't wearing preserver at all. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. And then Jason shows up to ruin the day again. Uh, Rennie and her boy toy run away. And this is my favorite scene of the movie. You know, I love the fucking boxing scene. I think everybody does. That goes without saying. So that's not my favorite scene, because everybody's going to say that's the most iconic, great scene of the movie, and it is. But my favorite scene, personally, is the scene where he gets the old Professor Backhead, Backpants, he's not Backhead, but Backpants, and he, and he stuffs him in... Pleated pants. Pleated pants. Pleats. Pleated. J.C. Penney, look how much money I'm saving. Lots of pleated pants in this franchise. Lots of pleated Pandering pants. Panda pleated, pleated, pleated pleats. Pleats. Parkers. Uh, Corduroy, but puts the motherfucker in a disgusting like you see this garbage can full of sludge, toxic waste with a fucking rat, dead rat floating at the top, and stuffs this bitch in like stuffing crackers, and it's like I'm going to stuff you, stuff you, and he's like, and it just it's gross because the, the the professor to me it's just so you know he's always been clean and he wants to be all neat, and then he's stuffing them, he's stuffing this motherfucker in a toxic dumpster barrel like in, in the middle Oreo. of Manhattan. He's like Shaq, it's gone, to, you know, no, no, not, not in my house. He's fucking stuffing the shit out of it. Stop the shit out of it! <laughs> I mean, to me, it was it was kind of a gross scene. It was gross. It was like toxic, uh, uh, you know, toxic Avenger. Yeah. But then it was like cool. It's One like, of the wow. best kills, dude. And another another Kane Hodder difference is at the end of it, you know that Jason wanted him to die more than anyone else because after he dunks him in there, he throws his fucking legs into the wall, and then yeah. ah, I just hurt my neck. <laughs> oh fuck! Just to let you know that he hated him just a little bit more than anyone else. Yeah, I like that. And then you know, from there we move on. Um, we eventually get down to the sewers. I no, you know, let's go. But oh, before we get to the, no, before we get to the sewers, though, before oh. we get to the real starts of this fucking movie, this shardy ass part where somebody shit the, the bed, <sighs> we go to the subway. Cool scene. That was a really good scene. I Great mean, shots. it wasn't. It definitely wasn't like um, you know something that. Everybody's gonna remember as far as '80s favorite scenes of, of a horror. Yeah, he icon. looked great, but it wasn't. Just, yeah, it was the way he was walking under the subway lights, and the fact that no New Yorker that was sitting down even gave a fuck. They were like, "This is normal Tuesday night. I'm coming home from work. My balls are sweating. I'm hot. I know I'm never gonna get my 401k out of it ever. My wife is probably cheating on me. I'm all on child support." And look at this motherfucker in a hockey mask. Like, it's just a normal New York day. Confucius say, "Never pay full price for half pizza." Yeah. Late pizza. But patience is a virtue. Fact. So, as Jason's walking down, these New Yorkers don't give a fuck about him. 
chases him down, they jump off, he, you know, uh, Hero Man throws him to the railing, electrocutes him, doesn't kill him. I think he likes it. Yeah. Then we get down to the sewer. We get down to the nitty gritty. Wait though. What? Before the sewer. But there's more! Before the sewer, you get the iconic shot, which is one of the oh yeah, the Times Square saving shot. moments of the movie when he stands up and you get the full shot of Times Square and like a running camera moment that just I looks want that poster. fucking glorious. And then I like the biker guys; they look like the same dudes from Terminator. Bill yeah. Paxton and crew. I wish like, it was Bill Paxton. Hey man, and he just goes. And some people hate this, and they think it's cheesy. I love it when he just turns around and goes. And you know, on the other side of it, you get that Jason from a couple movies ago, where he's smiling. He's like, <laughs> he's like "Do you know what I will do to you? I will cut you at your knees." Yeah, he lifts, up, he lifts up his mask, and you don't see his face, but you know he's going. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it back down, and they all run away. Amazing Manhattan scene. Like the whole movie was a jip because they promised you Jason in Manhattan with the "I Love New York" Jason breaking through sequences. But in that scene, it was really fucking rad. You finally got it for just a moment, and then you get the goddamn sewer. The sewer is really where the movie unwinds. Completely. Uh, you know, the, the last kill of the, of the movie is uh, some poor subway worker that informs us that they're going to flood the sewer at midnight with toxic sludge. Wearing the exact same getup that they wear in Ghostbusters yeah. 2 when they're under the streets <laughs> in New York City fighting the toxic like, it's sludge. Like, it's like Bankman said, let me guess, all you can eat at the Sizzler. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and, and he's like, what do you, you know, and he's going to lead the kids out of the sewer. Jason shows up, kills the fucker off screen with a wrench. Uh, you see a splatter of blood, then they're like, but the, the, the weird, this is when it gets fucking kooky for Cocoa Puffs. The, the, you know, he knocks out Hero Boy, and then uh, Rennie runs, and he chases her, and, he, and uh, she finds this barrel of toxic sludge and throws it on him, and Jason takes his fucking mask off and goes, ah! Shout out to our Instagram, by the way, at we Watch Movie on Instagram. I just posted a picture of that today after I watched it, because that scene of him is exactly what it feels like to wake up at 4 a.m., hungover as fuck, and realize that you didn't drink the quintessential bottle of water before <laughs> you went to sleep, because he was just like, fuck! Or <laughs> like walking in on after your friend took a shit. <laughs> you, know, you said it was clear, it wasn't clear. But yeah, he, he does this, ah! And it's like, he, you know, again, I'm just thinking that Jason, like, she threw this clean, green, sludgy shit on me. She threw this Slimer Ecto Cooler on me, and I'm fucking burning alive. And Jason's drunk at this point. Like, she runs away after she does and it. He screams. And he, yeah, that's, I mean, he's running and screaming. He's bouncing off the fucking oh. wall. Oh, oh, fuck. Hero Boy wakes up, and I'm, I know he's got a name, I just don't care. And Hero Boy wakes Richard up. Richard Probably. Rennie, like, gets him. They, they start climbing up the ladder to get back to safety. Jason grabs him, and then the water's gonna come rushing down any minute Toxic now. Toxic sludge. Then he goes, don't let them drown me, my man. And, his, and water starts coming out of his mouth. It's like, ah, I'm like, what the, where did that come from? It was a terrible shot. It was a terrible animation. It was a terrible makeup effect. And then, Which I gotta be honest, with you, I don't hate the makeup. I know everybody hates it. I don't hate the makeup. No, effect no, the makeup effects when he's like doing the ah, like yeah, the, the whole thing, like the whole thing. I know everybody hates it. I actually sort of like was creeped out by it a little bit, even though the whole scene's fucking stupid. Like, oh yeah, twelve o'clock every night at midnight, New York, such a piece of shit. It's like yeah. Gotham City. The Joker just sends toxic sludge through everywhere. Like, I thought he took care of those balloons. Stupid. Uh, he's at home washing his tights. How would the Ninja Turtles survive down there? Duh, it's not real at all. They have a splinter. Uh, but you know, yeah. But that's. I'm not saying that I, I was. A, I was against the way he, he looked without the mask. I'm just People saying. Hate it, uh, well, that's not bad. I'm just saying the way he went ah, like that looks yeah. stupid. And then ah. when really the ends like goddamn dude. 
when the water hits him, he reverts back to a fucking child again, and he's just laying there all fat and scared, looking like, you know, a little fat walrus that you kind of want to hug, and be like, it's okay, and he's like, uh -huh. and then Jizz looks down at him and be like, fuck it, and then they climb back up, they get reunited with the dog that got lost earlier, Toby, and then they walk off with, you know, Michael Bolton music set number two from the 80s. This franchise, too. And it's like, that's it, I mean, this, this is like them just saying, we got your money, Bitch! <laughs> this franchise is notorious for that, though. There's several. This one was really bad for doing that. Though. Yeah, but dude, like, look at the last one when the dad just pops up out of the water and he's not waterlogged at all. Two, when they didn't even give you a fucking ending. This franchise is notorious for having the most bullshit fucking put together endings of all time. Well, this ending, and this one might take the. This was up there, man, because the yeah. only thing that I can imagine after watching the end of this movie is because you saw Times Square and all the goodness is thinking that I want a beer and McDonald's. Yeah. Because pizza, that, you gotta get pizza. pizza. And, and well, there's a Coca-Cola sign, you could have a Coca-Cola with your pizza. Because it almost felt like they were trying to sell advertisers at the end. I mean, maybe you said you said they didn't have the foresight. Maybe they fucking did. Maybe they're more of a genius than I thought. I just know that the ending of this movie made zero fucking sense. The plot made zero fucking sense, especially coming after a new blood. Yeah. Except the part at the very beginning when he gets electrocuted, as dumb as that shit is, yeah. at least you could have run with it. But when you put him into Manhattan, you, there's no fucking reason for him to be there. Quintessential question of the day, by the way, we'll give a rating in just a second, but if, if any fucking Jason movie should be remade, how badass would it be to remake Jason in, Jason in Manhattan today and do it right yeah. with the money in Manhattan the whole fucking time, a, a legit story that makes sense, do a remake of that fucking movie, and I'm in. I'm in that. I fucking just. Boat. I, I don't fuck the, the boat the whole time. I, you're in Manhattan. I love the movie. I just don't think it's possible because if I stared at the lore, the lore of the, of Jason himself, of Friday the Thirteenth, doesn't make any sense. Just eventually, maybe, maybe do a reboot and then like. I mean, if, if, you, could, if, you, could, if you could actually come up with an idea of yeah. why he would go to Manhattan, right, 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 I mean, right. a real one that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I could, that. that that's one of the most remakeable fucking ideas ever. Well, Jason goes to hell trying to tackle that. Which we'll get to that. But yeah. uh, it's still stretching it. It's still stretching your nutsack to look like a bat wing. Yeah. But it's a four. nonetheless, it's a four out of ten. It's point a 3.0 for me. I did not enjoy this movie. There were cool scenes about it, and I did like the way that Jason looked, and there were some funny scenes in it, which I think it was all about comedy. But at the end of the day, I think that this was a shit in your mouth, and they had nowhere to go. I mean, they literally had nothing to do with this. They, they wanted nothing to do with this franchise anymore, and that's sad, because it, it really felt like Paramount gave up. They were like, look, he's just a stupid fucking character. We don't give a shit about it. But yet, you are that dumb not to understand there was a huge cult following growing up with this motherfucker and yeah. what it would bank for you later on. But still... At the end of the day, if you guys enjoyed it out there, I mean, if that's one of your favorite loves from the 80s, I could understand it, because it does have it's a 80s, 80s feel. Yeah, it's huge 80s. So, but it's just not my favorite. I mean, I, I always liked the New Blood, and a lot of people hated the New Blood, but... It's the most it's the most studio-fucking-wrenched film of the entire yeah. franchise for me. So, comment down below, what are your all's thoughts? What would you think about Jason in Manhattan being fucking remade? Crazy shits, I know. But, I want to uh, see Jason Takes Colorado <laughs> in the snowy Alps. Comment down below. Let us know. We love your fucking faces, and we'll be back with the next Jason movie, Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, God. How, how long have you been there? It's about your sex life. Jason, it's always there. It's terrible. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, 
Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.